a Hobo Hut Media production. Every city has its secrets, and Sydney is no exception. Welcome to Sydney Untold, a podcast about uncovering Sydney's hidden locations and history. From abandoned tunnels to secret gardens to even the most haunted road in the world. Let's step back in time as we uncover some of Sydney's secret past. Living in Sydney, you can easily get caught up in the chaos of everyday life. Going to work, seeing friends, or what to have for dinner tonight. It's quite easy to forget about the beauty of nature in this concrete jungle that is Sydney's CBD. Taking a short walk from Town Hall towards Wynyard reveals a location that is a reminder of what once was. As you approach the recital hall at Angel Place, you begin to hear nearby restaurants. But if you listen a little closer, you can hear the sounds of birds that once occupied Sydney. Just above your head, hanging within a nearby alleyway, there are a collection of old bird cages, the site of Forgotten Songs. Forgotten Songs is an installation of 120 bird cages in Angel Place in Sydney. This is Michael Hill. He is the artist who made Forgotten Songs. He is also responsible for the light-based work in Green Square Plaza, which is an LED pillar that graphically interprets the local weather. Forgotten Songs is an installation artwork located in the alleyway next to the iconic Angel Place Recital Hall, which is home to some of Sydney's best live music and performance events. And it plays back the sounds of 50 bird species of, uh, that used to live in that area before the arrival of Europeans. We often think about the way that, or the, the, the way that the city has grown up, and we often think about the visual effect of cities, but this was focusing on the audio effect, what's, what's missing from the audio soundscape with the arrival of the city. And one of those things is uh, birdsong. So we're looking at all of those bird species that used to live in the city. It was first installed in 2009 as a temporary installation as part of the Laneways Temporary Project. Within the Laneways Project, there were a number of different sites offered up by the city, different laneways around the centre of Sydney and down towards Circular Quay. And we originally liked the idea of Bridge Lane down towards Circular Quay. Kind of had this coffered sort of laneway and we thought that would be a good place to hang the cages. But then as we started to talked to them and, you know, realised we were one of the shortlisted candidates. They suggested using Angel Place because it already had these existing anchors in the walls and it made it an easy install. So without having to kind of pay somebody to drill into the wall and hang, you know, bolts and get it all properly engineered, we could rely on anchors that were already there. The site of Forgotten Songs was picked and construction started. But did you know that below that site is another part of Sydney's history that was forgotten? The tank stream, the freshwater supply at Sydney Cove used by Europeans who first came to Australia and Australia's First Nations people long before them. It flowed north from a swampy high ground located within what is now Market, Park and Elizabeth Streets, with the catchment area totalling 161 acres, composing roughly the size of the CBD. It entered Sydney Cove at what is now the intersection at Bridge and Pitt Street, it was surrounded by Sydney red gums, banksias, wattles, cabbage tree palms, and tree ferns, 
and was of course home to the bird species remembered in the Forgotten Songs installation. So what happened to the tank stream that once flowed into Sydney Cove? Well, like many things of yesteryear, it was a victim of ignorance. While clearing the area for housing, the first Europeans didn't realise that removing trees and underbrush moved the topsoil which kept the moss, ferns and undergrowth in their moist state, and within two years the water had become polluted. Following that, the construction was banned surrounding the river and tanks were built, hence how it got its name, as a last ditch effort to save the remaining stream. But the damage was done and in 1826, the tank stream was no longer being used as a water source, being replaced by an underground channel that brought water from Lachlan Swamps in Centennial Park to a reservoir in Hyde Park. As there was no need to retain what was left of the stream, the surrounding land was sold and developed and became an underground stormwater drain. The system of tunnels through which the tank stream flowed still exists today, taking away the excess water from Sydney streets. In 1981, the City of Sydney commissioned Sydney artist Stephen Walker to design a sculpture called the Tank Stream Fountain. It was built at Circular Quay, near where the light rail stop is currently located. It depicts the flora and fauna that once populated the banks of the tank stream. It is a reminder of what used to be, just like the Forgotten Songs installation at Angel Place. Well, the genesis of it was a conversation I had with a ornithologist from the Australian Museum, Dr Richard Major. I was working on a video project with him where he was tagging white ibis. And as we know, they're one of the great survivors in the city and they love they love human habitation. But meanwhile, there are these other birds that aren't great survivors, he said, and they've had to make their livings elsewhere. And it was the smaller songbirds that uh, needed kind of thorny bushes and needed protection from predators and, you know, the right food sources to be able to survive. And all of those things have, well, they've all been decimated by cities. The soundscape has two different modes, one for the day and one for the night. We wanted some daytime birds and then we want the, wanted the soundtrack to also play back at night. So we wanted the nighttime birds, the boobock owls and those sorts of things, the nightjars. So in discussing it with Richard Major, he said the best way to do it was, well, there was a couple of paths he took. One was to look at the soil types uh, around Angel Place. And so being by the creek and the kind of soil type that would have existed there, he was able to extrapolate from there the kinds of trees that would have lived there and the kind of brush. And so the kinds of birds that favoured that sort of vegetation. So he made up this list and then compared it also with a whole lot of skins of birds from the Australian Museum. So there's a big collection of birds that have been collected all over the city, reaching back 150 years or so. So he's able to determine that, yes, these actually did live here or might have been gathered at this point. The aim was to make the work sound dynamic so you could visit the installation multiple times even at different times of the day, and it would sound different. Ultimately, the project is based on a loop, but there's five different MP3 players, and they kind of play out of phase with each other so that it's not exactly kind of a, a loop that you'd notice. I mean, you want it to be able to be impressive for people who hear it the first time, but also for those that make it part of their regular commute. 
you want it to always be slightly changing. So we wanted it to have a different character in the night than the morning without it being kind of strange and lonely and spooky with too many owl noises and you know a few other things still make it sound fairly friendly and fairly alive. Due to its massive popularity, in 2011 the City of Sydney, as part of a $9 million laneway development, Forgotten Songs was converted to become permanent. So we were able to do a version of the project within the limited budget using a lot of secondhand cages we found on the street or off eBay or, you know, we had these filthy old bird cages that we had to clean up and then put in the soundscape and hung them in the laneway. But then when it came time to making it permanent, we were advised by the engineers that the plastic in the cages would be affected by UV and rotten fall off and then all the rusty parts would all fall down on top of people. So we had to work out ways of making it for the long term. So we used a lot of brass cages and stainless steel and some were specially made. So it became a lot more of a robust installation. And yeah, it was a different set of questions when you start to think about it having to last for 25 years rather than three months. It's got this slightly more robust look, but you know, we like still like uh, the character of it. It's still got this lightness to it that the original version had. So next time you're strolling through the city and you find yourself near Angel Place, take a moment to stop and listen. In the hustle and bustle of daily life, it can be easy to forget what has come before these city streets. But reminders of rich life that used to lay beneath our feet can ensure these songs do not remain forgotten. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sydney Untold. I hope you've enjoyed learning about the Forgotten Songs installation at Angel Place and the forgotten history of the tank stream. I'd like to thank Michael Hill, the artist behind Forgotten Songs, for appearing in this episode and for agreeing to talk about his work. This episode of Sydney Untold was hosted, written, produced and edited by Harry Hughes. And thank you to our associate producer, Adam Hughes. Herbert Media Group would like to acknowledge the Aboriginal people of the Waran land and the Gadigal people past and present the location of which this episode is located. Links to more information about the Forgotten Songs and the Tank Stream are available in the show notes below.